Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, hello. Welcome once again to our weekly internet podcast. I'm your host, Minister Joe Lewis, and you listen to Free on the Inside Ministry. Sit back, sit back, sit back, relax, relax. We come to you live and in living color, they say sometimes. But I like to uh, encourage you to continue to listen to this program. I like to encourage you that this program got something you need and something you may be desired. You know, you just don't happen by uh, this here by happenstance, it's only by the design appointment. Now, I want to give you this uh, call-in number in case you decide to call the host, in case you decide to call another time, okay? But the number is active, and that number will be 563-999-3596. That's our call-in number. You, too, can call in and talk to, and speak to me or to some of the guests that we will have. We don't have any guests this morning. We're going to kick back, and we're just going to relax, and we're just going to share what we have to share with you this morning regarding our current events here. But I want you to know that this program is to inform you and to encourage you and to challenge you to be all you can be, to inform you that you are blessed. Do you know that you are blessed and highly favored? No matter what goes on in your life, no matter what you have been presented, no matter where you find yourself at, you are blessed. And I'm going to come back and we'll talk about that in more, to challenge you, to be all you could be, to challenge you, you, make it personal, you, to be all you can be, not like somebody else, not like another facet of life, but be all you could be and to encourage you to never give up and to never give out, to encourage you. You know, because you find so many people that are ready to throw in the towel, ready to quit, ready to sit down, ready to, to walk away. But I encourage you to the word of God to be all you could be. You know, and I say that there uh, with a clear conscience because I have faced all these challenges at one time or another. I bet you have too. You know, I didn't realize that I was blessed. I didn't realize that God had his hands on me. I didn't realize that I was an apple of God's eye. I went around thinking that uh, that I was un- undeserving. Went around thinking that people didn't like me. Went around thinking that I didn't even like myself. Little did I know that God had his hands on me, that he was ordering my steps, that he was uh, directing me in the path that I can go. I know I may be speaking to the choir right now, but somebody out there today may feel like that they uh, just don't have things going in, they right, in the right direction, especially this time of year with uh, Thanksgiving is coming up and Christmas, and we have so many reasons to be thankful for just for a reasonable portion of health and strength that they told me for a roof over their head that they share with me as food on their table. And we realize that some people don't have this luxury the way we may perceive it in our mind. here. But yet God is still able to bless them and watch over them and to take care of them. You know, I do street ministry. We had an outing uh, this Saturday morning because of the weather wasn't conducive. It rained and it rained and we're in an open field. So, uh, you know, the grass was wet and it may have been a little muddy. So we didn't want to uh, expose the people. I know it may sound silly, but I care about people. I care about people. I care about the men and women which we encountered, whether they're homeless or whether they're volunteers in the ministry. Amen. Because we realize that we can't always have things uh, acceptable and suitable for what we need to do, but we need to be mindful of the people that we label with. 
You know, it's okay for me to get on out there, but I don't want nobody else to get sick. I don't want nobody else to be uncomfortable, you know, because there's always other opportunities to do ministry. Nothing else you could do, I refer to them as a drive-by ministry, where you load up your car full of clothes and food or whatever it may be, and you just drive by to a little encampment, so you drive by where you see people that you know would be posted up and you hand them something, you give them words of encouragement, and pray for them if they have a desire to. But if they don't, you pray anyway. You pray in the spirit, you know. You say, hey, brother, I just want to bless you. Hey, sis, I just want to bless you. Are you doing okay? This is a scenario. Are you doing okay? Do you have a, a place to lay your head? And you'll give them some pamphlets to our Amen. Let them know that there is, a, there is some agencies and some ministries and programs around to assist them. And guess what? They may say they already know about that, and that's okay. To me, that's called confirmation. When you tell someone else there's something they already know, that means they'll be that it's already, you know, uh, it's already been planted. One water, one plants, one waters, but God gives the increase. You may be watering that seed or you may be planting a seed. Either way, God's get the glory. So don't feel uh, uh, don't feel out of place when you're telling people things like that. But uh, and I was sharing with you about uh, about the ministry of being challenged. You know, uh, you know, we challenge you to be all you could be. You know, sometimes we find ourselves want to be like other people. That one time of the commercial that I, I want to be like Mike. You know, and they was referring to the basketball player. Michael Jordan, as he was uh, uh, winning championships, and as he was scoring points, and he seemed to going well in his in his line of profession. Now, and everybody said, "Don't you want to be successful at your line of profession? Do you want to be successful at the thing that that uh, that you uh, that you put to your hand?" And everybody said, "I want to be like this guy here. I want to be like that lady there. I want to be like this entertainer. I want to be like this financial broker, or whatever it may be." But have you ever considered just being who you are in Christ Jesus? You know, because God only makes one of one of us. And, you know, he didn't want to make a carbon copy. Even if you had a twin sibling, you know, you may have been born at the same time or a couple of minutes behind each other or whatever it may be. They may address you like or you may have some of the same uh, desire, but you're two totally different people. And that's what God wants us to be. To, uh, he wants us to stand alone. He wants us to be all that he created us to be. That's loving, that's kind, that's gentleness, that's forbearing. That's all those things are embedded in you and I. You know, I, I'm not speaking from experience because at one time, I'll tell you a secret, at one time I tried to do like, I tried to be like somebody else. I tried to think like somebody else. I tried to go to places somewhere else. Let me tell you, that was hard work. That was hard work trying to keep up. You know, back in the day, you used to call it keeping up with the Joneses. When somebody buy a new car, you want to get a new car. You know, when somebody buy a new house, you want a new house. Keeping up with the Joneses, that's a lot of work. But oh, when I realized that I didn't have to do all that, realized that I was blessed that not having a new car, not having a new house, not having a new job. That I was blessed right where I was at. I was blessed right where I was, uh, you know, the space that I was occupied. It, it, it took a lot off of me realizing those things there, and, and so I, I didn't, I, I didn't have to pursue those things that everyone else uh, was pursuing, and it was wearing them down, and it was uh, driving them crazy. And you know, that's what insanity is about. You know, when I was addicted to drugs, that's how I went to a couple of rehabs and stuff. I said a couple of rehabs, not one rehab. I wish it would have went one rehab. 
five days and I'm cured. No, 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 no. <laughs> it took it took a while, and I was being challenged. That's why I said being free on the inside, because even though I was living in freedom uh, for the things that I could do, but I wasn't free on the inside. I was scared. I was frustrated. I was intimidated by things. But once I learned to let go and let God uh, you know, control my endeavors and control my way of life, control my being, it made a better person out of me. And I pray that I'm able to make a better person out of the people that I encounter. Because I meet people from time to time, and sometimes they're bitter, sometimes they're angry, sometimes they're frustrated. And I, and I try to share with them, hey, you don't have to be that way. You don't have to live like that. They said, Brother Lewis, you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what I'm facing. You don't know what I'm, uh, what, what, and I'll be saying, yes, I don't know how those things there, but you went through it. You're still here today, you know. It ain't the end, are you? You're more than a conqueror. You're blessed by just being here and the challenges that you face, man. You know, he'll never put them on you than you can bear. Amen. And to encourage you. And what this man is about to inform you, to challenge you, and to encourage you. What you mean encourage me? Man, I don't need no encouragement. I got a job. I got some money. What you talking about? I'm encouraged. Yeah, 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 yeah. All those things are okay, and those things are needed for the day here. But when the money runs low, when the money runs out, you know, what are you going to hold on to? When relationship falls up on uh, in a rocky situation, what are you going to do? When friends tell you that, hey, I don't want to have nothing to do with you no more, what are you going to do? I'm going to encourage you to hold on to God's unchanging hand. I'm going to encourage you to uh, to put all your curls up on him. I'm going to encourage you to continue the thing that God put to your heart and your hands to do. If you're going to school, do not quit. Keep going. You know, I did a podcast some time ago, and and if you've been following this program any length of time, you've heard the podcast is uh, by a young man named Miguel. He wrote a book saying "Finishing in Four," and the principle of that book was finishing college in four years. You know, college is supposed to be a four-year endeavor unless you take up other classes and and, uh, and go uh, for a higher education. But he said some people in a four-year uh, program they end up spending six years because they did not manage their time right. They did not manage the books and uh, their classes right. And then they ran out of money. And he was talking about those pitfalls that it caused everyone to continue to go and not to finish in four. And so Miguel was sharing that there with us about how to finish in four. And, you know, so he was talking about not to give up. And, you know, I have a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, and he had started out to college, and he went to college for a number of years, and he quit. And then he took some more classes that night, and it took him about uh, eight to ten years to get his degree. And I really admire that brother because he didn't give up. And Miguel was telling us that sometimes it, it takes a little bit longer than we plan because we did not have proper counseling on those things. I encourage you today, in the midst of your troubles, in the midst of your challenges, in the midst of your disappointment, pursue a get proper counseling. And counseling just having someone that you can just share your burdens with, someone that just give you a listening ear, someone that you can trust, someone that just say, okay, brother, 
I don't know what we can do about this, but we're going to pray on this situation and have you thought about this and that, are you are you doing this? That's what a good counsel is, you know. It's having someone to listen to you, someone to give you some sound advice. Whether you take it or not, it's sound advice. And then you look back over, you say, man, I was glad when this person told me this. Or I wished I would have done this here sooner. Because I do mentoring it. I occasionally meet guys and say they kind of rough around the edges and they say, "Hey, we're not. Uh, I'm not going to listen to what you had to say on my own, man. I'm a grown man." And they tend to walk away from the advice that I give them. And then sometime later they'll come back in a different setting and they'll say, "Hey, Mr. Lewis, thank you for what you did. You gave me some advice and I didn't heed to it at that time. And as I walked away and I thought about what you were saying and it made good sense to me. But at the time I wasn't right yet. But I see that you were still faithful and you were still uh, committed to what you was doing. I see how you interact with other people. And they say, wow. And I say, wow, it must be something to this. And, and I'm saying that there because regardless of what people's doing around you, you have to be committed. You're not to give up. You're to stay encouraged. You're to meet the challenges of the day. You're to be informed about things going around uh, in, in your atmosphere and, and things that you're are being drawn to. That's what we call it being free on the inside, you know, because people will tell you and situations will tell you and 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 society will tell you, hey, you you know you ain't good enough for this. You don't have a quite you don't have the right education. You don't have that speaking voice to do what you need to do. You don't have a uh you don't have enough ingenuity, you don't have enough money or whatever it may be to accomplish your goal. But uh little do they know that you're not in this alone, that you have a uh, a heavenly Father that loves you. He sends a, he- a whole host of heavenly angels to lead and guide you and support you with the things that you need to do. Let's face it now. Sometimes we'll miss the mark on some things. Sometimes we wasted too much time pursuing some of the things that wasn't meant for us, that we lose out on some of the things that we really, really wanted. But guess what? Uh, our Heavenly Father know how to fill in the gaps. He know how to make things right in your life. If you study the Bible, you know anything about the Bible, God, you ordinary men and women to do extraordinary things. And those things was to live a life that was pleasing to him. That's an extraordinary thing right there. That's the thing right there. It's hard. In a world today where people are just being torn apart, where people are just doing what they want to do, and you living a life that's pleasing to God, oh, man, that's awesome now, man. You know, that's speaking volumes. You know, you go somewhere and everyone else is acting a fool and there's so much chaos and confusion and you steady maintaining and people look at you and say, man, how could you be this way? Do you know what's going on? Do you know what's happening? You say, yes, yes, yes. But I got someone else that's going to work this thing out. I got peace. That's a passage understanding. And guess what? Other people say, hey, man, give me some of that peace. Let me draw off of that peace. That I need that peace that you're talking about. And then you can tell them about your your life uh, experience and give them a testimony to let them know that God is for them and he's not against them. Again, I want to welcome you to our uh, program here. And I, I love this here program. I love doing what I do for the Lord because there's nobody but God that allowed us to do what we do. And I want you to be encouraged and know that God is able, that God has things already worked out for each and every one of us. Amen. And that we uh and that we are just just uh we're just clay in the master's hand. And that I was sharing with you 
about the things that's going on in the ministry. I just want to keep you up to date here as we get ready for our, our uh, Thanksgiving events and our uh, Christmas events. I want you to know that you hear my voice, but I'm not alone. I have a host of men and women that helping us and supporting us, and I could never do this alone. And I want to thank all the ones that are helping and supporting what we're doing in the ministry because they makes the ministry what it is. I, I could never do anything apart from them. I could never do anything without them being a part of what we're doing, you know, because they, they makes it what it is. And they and, and because of them, I'm able to do what I have to do. Um, the volunteers, they was kind of disheartened and heartbroken because we weren't able to go out this week here. And I understand because I am too. But sometimes things don't permit us to do the things that we want to do. So what we'll do, we'll reschedule that and and let and God get the glory out of it. But I just want you to know that even though you may have to reschedule some things or put some things on the back burner, God get the glory out of things, okay? So don't lose heart. Let God work these things out in your life, amen? And let him kind of work things out. Let him get the glory on the situations and the events that will that you find yourself in. But as I was sharing with you about the upcoming events in the uh, for Thanksgiving, we normally would uh, uh, target several families and we'll try to support them with Thanksgiving meals. We're still going to do that to, uh, this year if Lord permitted. So I pray for our out and pray for uh, the men and women in which we encounter that need some assistance, and we do the best that we can, and we know, and we do the best we can to meet the people need, but we're doing it in a, in a logical and a rational way here. We're not just uh, going out there just doing things. We want to be very mindful to help the people that need the help. Not that we just don't want to help anybody, but we want to be targeted and committed because we realize that, that some people don't need as much help as other people do. So we pray that God leads us in the right direction and we're able to support the men and women. And uh, and we also do something for Christmas for a family. And what we do for our holidays in the past, we, we'll locate, we'll uh, united with a shelter down uh, in the downtown Dallas, and we allow them to target families that need some assistance, and we try to be a blessing to the families that's in the shelter, and try to make sure that the little ones get something that they desire, and to put a smile on their face. They don't realize what's happening, but they are they are kids, and they still want to enjoy the holidays as regular people. And in which they are regular people, they still want to enjoy the holidays. And mom and dad is unable to do some things for them, and so we try to help help support that endeavor there. So pray for us that we able to uh, assist uh, families in need during the holiday season. And also for the upcoming year, we continually to do what we do. We've been doing this for a number of years. Uh, just a few months ago, we did our annual luncheon called Feeding the Multitude, and where we uh, go down and we sponsor lunch in one of the shelters down in the Dallas, downtown Dallas, and we was able to feed the men and women at the shelter with our ministry and the little resources that we are able to amass throughout the year. We're able to feed the entire staff and the residents down at the local shelter, so that's always been a blessing, and we've been doing that for 13 years now. Thirteen years we've been feeding the multitude, taking our little bit and just and bless and God blessing it, and we able to share 
our resources with someone else. And we're able to encourage the men and women down there, and we talk with them, and we pray with them, and we just uh, we befriend them. And Kaylin, some of them will come out to church with us, and some of them ask us to pray for they, them and their family or whatever it may be. But we do everything that God allows us to do in that, in that endeavor. So we look forward to them out is in the people's volunteer. Every year we have different volunteers to come down with us, and we want to thank God for uh, touching the hearts of his people to allow them to come down and share with us because a lot of things I do, I never do this alone. I, like I said, I thank God for bringing men and women into our into our path and a part of the ministry and uh, and do what we have to do. And, you know, and I got to thinking that as we think about how good God is, you know, you can't do nothing but just say amen and hallelujah because he's worthy to be praised. And I think so much of how scriptures always point out about how good God is, you know. And it's a, a you know, Thanksgiving, I think about the scripture that said, oh, 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 uh, the scripture that point out how good God is. It said, oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. For his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. For his, his mercy endures forever. I got to thinking that his mercy endures forever. In spite of what we're going on, if God have his hands on you and, his, and he's with you, it's good. It's a good thing. You may find yourself in jail. You may find yourself uh, homeless. In, but his mercy endures forever. Because you could be dead and gone, but God allowed you to continue to go on. And then he goes on to say, and forget not all his benefits. Oh, man. You know, sometimes we forget about some things. We forget about how good God's been to us. We forget about how good God's been to our family. Forget not all his benefits, you know. And what is those benefits of the Lord? That he will let no more come on you than you can bear. That he meets all your needs that he loves you, that he sent his only begotten son to uh, pay that sin debt for you, for what the law couldn't do. You know, we couldn't stop stealing. We couldn't stop lying. We couldn't stop covering our neighbor's property. What the law couldn't do, Christ Jesus did by being that sacrificial uh sacrifice for us on the cross, amen, for getting out of all his benefits. I want you to be mindful of this year and, and, and throughout the year and the upcoming year, uh, all the benefits that God has bestowed upon you and your family. I could go through a whole list of things, but, you know, like I said, you, we do our opening credits here, encourage you to challenge you to inform you, it's up to you to think about those benefits and apply them in your life and share them with your family and loved ones to let them know that God loves you, to let them know that God have uh, have great things in store for you. You know, and you got to make this thing personal. Thank you, God. Thank you for watching over me and my family. Thank you for keeping me in my right mind. Thank you, God, for with all the things that you have done. And it goes on to say, the Lord at all times, you know, this is another part of the script. You, know, you got to break back your remembrance of things that you know about God. He said, I will bless the Lord at all times. You know, I think about all times is a long time when I have money, when I don't have money, when I'm when I'm on top of the heap, when I'm in the bottom. At all times, I'm going to always say, thank you, Lord. And that's hard to say. And that's why you have to be free on the inside. That's why you have to encourage yourself. That's why you got to challenge yourself. That's why you got to be informed about the good things of God. You know, 
and his praise should continually be in my mouth. You know, I don't know, you know, uh, you know, and I'm saying that there because sometimes we tend to speak out of haste. We seem to speak out of our bitterness and out of anger and out of our frustrations. But his praises should continually be in my mouth. Yes, I don't like being laid out. Yes, I don't like the situation that I'm in. But I'm going to reflect on how good God is. You know, I think about uh, uh, just so, you know, just in the here and now, you go out to a restaurant and, and it's kind of crowded and they sit you at the table and you just sitting there and you just sitting there, you and your mate or friends or whatever it may be. And the service may be a little slow and you see that the, that the, uh, 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 that the uh, uh, the your server is kind of busy and people are all crowded and they just and they may be a little shorthanded in the kitchen or whatever it may be and so you just sitting there you get a little impatient but what if what if God had put the brakes on that on on your situation and you just he just wants you to sit there and reflect on how good he's been he wants you to sit there and have a conversation with your mate it may be a wife or maybe a girlfriend maybe a best friend or whatever it may be. And just sit there and just talk a few minutes. You know, you have to look at things like that. I know sometimes it gets a little uncomfortable because we all in a hurry and living in a fast pace. But sometimes God just put the brakes on some things. So you have to say, wait a minute, what is God trying to do in this situation here? You know, maybe he wants me to reflect on some things. Maybe he wants me to give him thanks or be, a, or be aware of some things here. I don't always think, oh, the service is lousy. It may be lousy. And after you get served, and even if you don't get served, you may say, I'll never go back there again. And that's, so, and that's something you have to make uh, make a decision of. But sometimes you got to look past the service and say, what is God trying to do in this situation? You know, we like to say God closes one door, he opens another door. Maybe God closed that door at that time for you to get that service. Because soon you got that service, you went on it and ate and got up and went on and done something else. Maybe God said, no, I want you to. Uh, stop for a minute. I got something to say to you. I want to talk to you about something. But you don't hear what God had to say because you're getting frustrated. You said the waiter, I see the waiter moving around, and they had, they said they'll be here in a minute, and they ain't came back. But maybe God has said, wait a minute, I got something to tell you that's going to be better than this dinner that you're going to order. It's going to be better than, than, the, uh, than the event that you're uh, going to go to. You know. So what's something that we have to take into account of? You know, and I know that sometimes it's kind of hard to say, you, well, God, just say, you know, God, they didn't do all that. Maybe, 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 but maybe you're not thinking about this thing right here. Amen. You know, J- Joseph was in prison, and, and the scripture said that, he, that God was with him. Can you imagine? I've been thrown in prison. You say God is with me? You know, I've been sold into slavery to work for somebody else, and God is with me. And at the end of that scenario, Joseph raised up to be the second man in charge of the nation of Egypt. Guess what? If he'd have been bitter through the time his brother threw him in jail, uh, in, the, in the pit, a bitter man, when he got out, he went to the prison, he'd been bitter, and he couldn't hear nobody because when the, when the two men came up with a problem, they'd been, uh, well, I mean, do you know what's going on with me? My brother and them, they sold me in the slavery. You know, he, you know, he, was, he could have been bitter in that situation, but he listened and helped someone. And then when he went, when he was sold in the Potiphar house, he was say, "I don't. Uh, this is not my country. I'm, I'm a free man, and now I'm being a slave. And you want me to do this and that? I'm gonna be bitter. And I'm gonna take advantage of this situation. This wife won't me. I'm gonna do it because I'm angry. I'm bitter. But he didn't do anything. You know, he never gave up. He was, he was, he was courageous. He was steadfast. He was unmovable. And that's sometimes that's what God wants us to do in our life. Don't look at situations as being." Uh, 
just messed up. Say, God, what would you have me to do in this situation? I think so much of David would die in Ziglag when he got his property stolen and his, and, and, and his men was about to kill him. He went before God and God and he prayed and God told him, that, hey, you'll get your properties back. And I got to thinking that David would have just went out on his own. He may have got his property back and he may have missed out on some things, but God told him, hey, David, all the stuff that you lost, you'll recover. You know, you may get some things back, but you uh, but you're going to lose some things. But if God give it back to you, it's going to come back intact and whole. I'm going to end this program right now. Thank you for listening to us once again. Free uh, on the inside ministry and ministry to inform you, to encourage you, to challenge you, to be all you could be. You are blessed. You have had a favor of God in your life, and you're never to give up on the things that God put to your hands to do. Thank you for being with us once again. We'll be back with you next Saturday morning. If time permitted, provided we're not doing anything, but pray for me, and I'll pray for you. And call in number, write it down. It's 563-999-3596. Write that number down and uh, make note of it. And, and, and when you hear my voice and you uh, listen to us again, please give us a call. We'll be happy to share with you some things that God has on our mind. And then you could be, uh, give us some things that's going on in your ministry and in your life, and you can encourage someone else also. God bless you. Thank you very much. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Grace heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. Thank you for this time that you've been. Thank you for this opportunity, dear Lord. Thank you for reminding us, dear Lord, that we are blessed. Thank you, dear Lord, for for encouraging us. Thank you, dear Lord, for your challenging us to continue the journey which you put our hands to do. As we look back over our life, we have so many reasons to be thankful, dear Lord. But we're thankful for what you have done, dear Lord. Through your son, Jesus, allowed us to be who we are today. Allow us to continue that journey. Let us be strong, steadfast, and unmovable. Thank you, dear Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.